Hold on, stop. Welcome back to the shit show 2.0. Okay, boomer. Damn millennials. Wow. <laughs> Did not know that. Even flirters who were obviously mentally ill. Oh, this is going to go downhill real quick. What's going on and welcome to Take On The World with Johnny, Lexi, and Mike. Mike. So uh, Lexi's decided to join us again. She hasn't gotten scared and run off into the, the woods screaming. Yet. That's my uh, 7 o'clock appointment, so we have to hurry this up. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> How can we condense three hours of sickness into four minutes? Well, let's just say <clears throat> David Parker Ray was a sick fuck, and thanks for coming. Go take <laughs> on the world. We'll see you later. Hi. That's all we want to talk about. He was weird. So what we're talking about today is the toy box killer. Fucked up. i tell you what. This you didn't even know about, Michael. I did not. When John said this to me, I'm like, who the fuck is a toy box killer? But I will tell you, as soon as I said something to Lexi, hey, this is a topic we're going to do. You want to jump in on it? She says, yeah, he was sick. Yeah, he was fucked <laughs> up. So she obviously knew it was down. Yeah. He's a messed up guy. I wonder who... <coughs> you would think at this point, with all these killers out there, that they wouldn't glorify them by giving them this, these names and putting them in the media... They always talk about how they try not, they don't want to do that, but it... They do it because it sells papers. Right, right. yeah. It's the media, mostly. Like, what, in, in all honesty, this guy should just be buried in a fucking toy box his own and forgotten about. He should. Well, he's dead, so we have no worries there. Good. Right. Um, there was a lot about this that I found disturbing, but there was something I learned about this that we'll get to later on, and I'm not sure if either one of you guys noticed it. You might have heard me say it, but... Uh, it's just how disturbing this whole situation was, and, and we'll get there. But <clears throat> so, um, this story basically begins where it ended because nobody knew what was going on, right? Until that one little he fuck was caught, up. yeah. That one little fuck up, he could still be doing this shit. Well. It, it wasn't even his fuck up. Like when he, the more accomplices he he put into his circle, yeah, that's where the mistake happened. It was his girlfriend. Yeah. So, what? <laughs> I don't even know. How can you have a girlfriend at this point? She was supportive. Like she did this with him. Like, what, how did he meet her? Like she match. Was, in jail. They met in jail. Hey, what are your legs, baby? <laughs> did they? I think in jail or like well, he was never incarcerated. Coming out of jail or like he was being held or something. I can't remember what it was, but it was something like that. But well, he was questioned at one point, and and we'll get to that as well. But uh, <clears throat> in you're ninth- taking my lines. Was that you're taking my lines? I'm sorry. We'll get there. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so in 1999, the only reason this dude was caught, it was an otherwise quiet afternoon in Elephant Butte, New Mexico. Now. Did you see pictures of this place? Yeah, it's like it looks yeah. like the middle of the, it looks like uh it has a man-made lake. Yes. Yeah, it looks like uh it's Mad the, Max. It's like the the 56th largest man-made lake in the United States, but it's the biggest lake in New Mexico. Oh, that's yeah. right. I forgot. I was thinking of like when you're not looking at the lake, it just looks like a desert. Yeah. Uh, like the, the like the town Elephant Butte is like nothing. Yeah. But there's actually a state park there and there's an island in the middle and if you look at this island like, you could see an elephant on it. Like yeah. You could see it's kind of shaped like an elephant. So, I guess that's how it, it's hmm. got its elephant name. Elephant butt. So, March 22nd, 1999, a woman was spotted running down Springfield Boulevard. A woman, that same woman, burst into a home, a trailer, trailer home. And she was wearing nothing but a metal dog collar and a chain. Completely naked, bloody, bruised, battered. It's got to be one hell of a fucking sight. The thing that like makes it like even more fucked up is like this is this wasn't just like he was in town. She ran along a road. Yeah. She tried to get people to pick her up. Nobody would stop for her. She knocked on like a lot of doors. Nobody would let her in except for this one lady. And this lady finally let her in. And she was like, "Let's get you fixed up." 
and she took her to the police. Well, they, they, she called nine one. Well, they called nine one one and said, "Look, I this lady just burst into our house. She's buck naked yeah. with a chain on. She's bloody. Something's going on." Another nine one one call hang up had happened uh, at three twenty two p.m. Uh, the nine one one dispatcher got a strange call from a resident at five thirteen Bass Road. When the operator answered, no one spoke on the other end. All they could make out make out was a, a scuffle. Yeah. So, I guess so much doesn't happen in Elephant Butte. This nine one one operator said, "Look, these two things cannot." <clears throat> Be not connected. <laughs> right, they're right. not separate. Like they, they have to be connected somehow. So they sent. Uh, did you get a population in Elephant Butte? Did you? I, I think it was like, like a thousand permanent residents. Because it was kind of like a like a retirement place. Like people would go there because of the lake. I know the uh, medium household income was thirty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, <clears throat> I think you would need much to live out there. Well, it's not far from Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. <laughs> Which I've heard of before, and it may be because of this story. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I know that place. Yeah, didn't some fucked up shit happen out there too? Well, this was part of that. Yeah, <clears throat> was there was a movie about that? Yeah, there was. I don't know about that. Was it that one with uh? No, that was in Nebraska. <clears throat> Boys don't cry. Yeah, you cry. I would cry if that was happening to me. <clears throat> or there'd be a big grin on my face, one or the other. So they sent two hundred twenty-three. Permanent residents? In 1999. Wow. Jeez, yeah, so... Like, like they all graduated together. Yeah. <laughs> now, a... wait a minute. Two 911 calls. <laughs> now I'm not getting a connection. <laughs> no, this is dumbass operator. This 911 operator was on top of it. She said, she yeah. goes, two 911 calls in the same day? They connected. <laughs> She's like, I'm on the case. Well, good for her. So they sent a deputy out to 513 Bass Road. And because they had gotten a nine one one hang up from there, they had probable cause to enter the residence. Is what they said. I'm not sure if I technically agree with that, but in this case, I'm okay with it. Yeah, it might be different in different states. So um, they go in, and what they found was signs of a scuffle, broken glass, which confuses me because now this is what I was talking about earlier. I watched two different documentaries on this, and both of them said something different. Well, you tell me what you heard, and then I'll tell you what the video that I watched. The video that I watched said that she was chained to a bed in the house. The other video said she was chained to the uh, table in the the, box. The The one that I listened to was she was chained to a bed in the house. Like they had moved her out and put her in the house because that's what I had heard too. David was going to work. Yes, (coughs) the one I remember from when I watched years ago said the same thing. She escaped from the house. Right. So when it makes sense because they entered the house. Now the other documentary that I watched still said toy box, but when they they had to be confused or something. When they went to the property, the toy box was locked. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine every time he left, Mm -hmm. he probably probably had multiple locks on him for one. Well, it, it said it took him. They had to call a locksmith out to get yeah. in it. Yeah. So it wasn't easy to get into. He was a mechanical. Like, he was pretty much like a mechanical engineer yes. by this point. Like, he would just did all this stuff. Well, he, he was in. Well, we'll get to that. But so they searched this house. They found broken glass. They found signs of a struggle. Uh, this uh, lady that they found, who isn't named at this point, um, said this is this is where she was. So they connected it to. They made an arrest. Then they start investigating. They start checking the property. And they find the toy box. Like, hmm, what's this thing? It was uh, like the the back of a box box trailer. (laughs) Never mind. I got a fucked up sense of humor. (laughs) The toy boxes are rocking. Don't come a knocking. It it looked kind of like one of those... um, Those... The... The storage containers like that a, you can move. A sea can, yeah. Pods like a, or whatever like a pod? they are. Yeah, yeah. But, okay. but what, what, what the, like. he said he bought was a um, <clears throat> like a delivery truck <clears throat> trailer, and he he, he converted it into reinforced it and reinforced yeah. like it was reinforced so it couldn't it was soundproof. It was a reinforced frame. He put an air conditioner so he would be comfortable. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <clears throat> And then the rest of the stuff inside. Your toy box come with an air conditioner? 
He he coined the term toy box. Oh, he did. Yes, he called it his toy box. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, that makes it even more creepier. So the he we're talking about is David Parker Ray, and what I have a problem with, yeah, is every single psycho or sicko has got three names. Three names. <laughs> like David Parker Ray. Hannibal Lecter only had two. Didn't wasn't is Hannibal Aloysius Lecter. Nobody called him that. Alopecia. <laughs> Alopecia Lecter. Losing <laughs> hair. So uh, they arrested him, and then they started investigating. I know. How'd that feel? I had my hand there, so she didn't oh. hit it. Could you stop? Go. She wants more Doritos. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. They're over there. I just can't reach them. Uh, so... David Parker Ray was born November 6, 1939. So we'll go back to our uh, Aleister Crawley episode. And I'm just wondering if this guy was inspired by that guy. Because he did a lot of the same crap. Uh, I don't, who like knows? Aleister, I mean, Aleister Crawley didn't kidnap his victims. I mean, they were all willing. Right. The guy doesn't sound like an idiot. He's obviously a mechanical engineer. He was in the army and... He was in the army. He was a mechanic in the army. <clears throat> yeah. Then he was. I would love to know what his IQ is. He made like a lot of the devices that they used to torture them. But he made them all. Yeah. But where he also made devices was when he he worked for the state the state park. Yeah. The Elephant Butte State Park. Yeah. And he would make like I saw one of the interviews of one of the, the his coworkers. Well, he made this device and he made that device yeah. and he was always making something. He made a snake catcher. He made a this. Like, so he was always doing something, and everybody who knew him said, "Man, I can't believe he'd ever do something like that." They all said that he was like a great guy. When he would, he would like work on people's cars, and if he didn't have the right kind of tool, he would like make it himself so that he could like fix people's stuff. Yeah, they were friendly to animals. <clears throat> yeah. So, um, uh, him and his 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 father and his mother. His father was uh, an alcoholic, abusive, drunk. And when they split, the mom took uh, him and his sister to his paternal grandparents, which is... Just punch yourself in the face. His... <laughs> I'm waiting for it. I'll show you. I'll show you, I'll show you sadomasochism. <laughs> <laughs> so that's his, his father's father's, the father's parents. Okay. The paternal grandparents. Yeah. And they said he's he was a strict disciplinarian. Uh, his... Real father sporadically would visit him. And beat him. And beat him. Oh, that's nice. And give him bondage porn. Yes. Oh. Like, that's where he got his first... Maybe that's why me and my dad's relationship... Because he didn't give you porn. Because he didn't give give you the bondage porn. (laughs) He didn't beat you and he didn't give you porn. (laughs) If he had just given you bondage porn... (laughs) That's fucking sick. Yeah. Fucked up. So he was also tormented and bullied and beaten at school. Because they said he he was shy... So they picked on him. Yeah. Used to come to school with a gag ball. <laughs> He's just shy. Pants. Look at the freak. <laughs> He's wearing a ball gag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just, He's just shy. <laughs> <laughs> so as a teenager, he developed sexual fantasies about, ra- fantasies about raping, torturing, and even murdering women. <clears throat> Don't know where that came from. He said about this time, his sister discovered he his sadomasochistic drawings, as well as the as well as pornographic pictures of bondage acts. So his sister knew he was a freak. Yeah. Uh, He completed high school, and it's around that time where supposedly he tortured his first victim, tied her to a tree, and tortured her. He told his first wife about this, Yes. And they were still together for a little while after. (laughs) Now... Later on in a, true love. in a jailhouse interview, one of his Stupidity. co-conspirators and, and uh, accomplices uh, said that he confessed to her that after that killing, he killed a woman a year, every year since. So I mean, if you look at that place, I know I read somewhere that they had, they sent divers in that lake and they never found anything. They found no bodies, not Nothing. ever found one body. And I think he did say, or people said, he used to go out there all the time, in the middle of the lake, and who knows? Well, he had, he had a sailboat, so he was out in the lake all the time. Um, maybe that was just a ploy. Maybe he buried them all in the desert. 
He served in the army with an honorable discharge, and he was a mechanic. He also worked as an armed park, op- park officer and mechanic at Elephant Butte State Park. See, that's where I could see him. Like, oh, nobody goes ever goes over here. I know some really good hiding spots. Well, that's that's what they said in the one documentary that he would have known every single spot in that lake. Plus, there was a, a breed of catfish in that lake that supposedly would eat anything. I believe it. They're bottom bottom feeders. Yeah, they'll eat anything if you chop the body up. I suppose. But yeah, I bet he was killing people while he was on on duty. No doubt about it. Well, I don't know because that's not really his M.O. His M.O. is the long, drawn-out torture and rape. Well, a lot of the speculation, specifically by his daughter. Now, He has two daughters. His, the daughter that was a co-conspirator. Jesse. Yeah, Jesse. Uh, when he, she was about 19 years old, she caught him in the act of torturing a woman. Which I guess is why she was in on it, because it was like, you're either in on it or you're dead. Well, she went to the cops. She she talked right. to the FBI, mm. gave a full statement to the FBI, and supposedly detailed how he kidnaps these women, tortures them, and then sells them into sex slavery into Mexico. <clears throat> and the police did an inve- or the FBI did an investigation, called him in. He says, well, yeah, I do the whole bondage thing, but, you know, it's they're willing participants and... You know, it is what it is. You know, I'm I'm pretty proud of my bondage heritage. Like, fuck you. You want to see the toy box? So he, he bragged on it, and they didn't do anything. They closed the case. They had no crime to charge him with because they've never they. Besides the victims that he was tried for, they never. So at this point, else. how many how many victims are there? Are there let's I let's guess... wait till we get there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll get there. Stop asking questions, John. Read your notes. Well, no, I'm thinking like. <laughs> He must not have been that many to... Well, they... They weren't looking at him as a suspect for anything. Well, he was never charged with one murder. No. Not one. Because they never found any evidence of murder. The two or three women that they found were all still alive. The one woman who was murdered... I just noticed she put a question mark next to the toy box killer. Or somebody killer? Him. So, the one murder, murder that, that, that they could prove, his co-conspirator got charged with because... It shows him on tape strangling her. But he said that... So he was just an accomplice. Uh, David Ray held a gun to his head. The man didn't do it. But now that guy... Dennis Roy Yancey. Yes, Dennis Roy Yancey uh, did time, uh, got out on parole, was out on parole for three months, violated his parole, and went back to jail. Now, one of the documentaries said... Um, he doesn't get out till next year. Another one said he got out and he's got a social media account. Hmm. And he went back to live at, at Truth or Consequences. <clears throat> Scandalo. Get out of your old stomping grounds, dude. That's not good for you. <laughs> you know? So his toy box in, in the, the question mark. Search a little, you know? He's going to get out and explore. Well, no. I mean, like, that's what happens, like, a lot of times with, like, drug addicts and stuff. Like, when they go back and live in their hometown, they get back into it because it's all they know there. All he knows is this weird murder stuff, so just don't go back and live there. I've always said the only way you're going to get out of jail and stay out of trouble is to distance yourself from the people you hung out from with before you were in jail. Because just that same reason. Yeah. You're, you're going to just fall back into the same habits, and you're going to end up being a shitbag like again. Those people haven't changed. They're all the same. No, the people who didn't go to jail haven't changed. Now, people who have gone to jail, they definitely have changed. Right. Sometimes not for the better. But some of them legitimately want to get out of that yeah. lifestyle. But once you get back in with those people. You're running with the same crowd, doing the same shit. You're going to do the same thing over and over. Yeah. It's a vicious cycle. So, um, where are we at here? So, while they were investigating that first woman, another woman came forward. I said, look, he did the same thing to me. Now, the prosecutor didn't know if they were going to go forward with, uh, who was the person, the lady's name? Cynthia. Cynthia Virgil. They weren't sure if they were going to go forward with prosecution because she was a prostitute and a drug addict. So they didn't know that they had a credible witness. During the investigation, Angelica Montano came forward, and they basically took her statement, 
And there was no follow-up. The next lady is the most interesting. I think it's the coolest. Yeah. Kelly um, Garrett? Yeah, Kelly Garrett. Also called Kelly Von Cleaver. Yeah, Kelly Von Cleave. Cleavage. She was found because they enhanced video footage of a lady with a tattoo. And she came forward saying, I, this is my tattoo. Hmm. She had no recollection of it. So I don't understand how they thought that would be a credible witness. She didn't start remembering stuff. Until they started. Uh, until they started feeding her stuff. Yeah. Right. Oh, your box is in the way. Your stupid box, John. You want to move my toy box? You have to move your, your box back so I can slide it back. There we go. Oh, my gosh. Because so good. So, um, like, how that... Because then all of a sudden she started remembering stuff, which is, which is, like, I'm glad. Right, but how do you then say, like, this girl is not a credible witness because she could have been, right. you know, on drugs and she's a prostitute. So, you know, how many, you know, she, blah, 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 blah whatever, because she's a sex worker. Right. But you're going to, you know, choose this woman as credible when she doesn't even really remember like the Angelica Montano, I don't know why. Well, I mean, it must have been a really good picture of her tattoo. It was not a very good picture. They it had was to... a, It was a partial, and mm. they had to send it to the FBI to enhance it. Yeah. But once they got it enhanced, the lady said, well, hey, that's my tattoo. Yeah. Well, if you're looking at, like, how many people out of 260 people. Well, they had hundreds. She didn't live there anymore. No? She nope. didn't even live in the area anymore. She only stayed... She was in the well, area... Well, you know, kind of... Well, I don't know. Go ahead. She was in the area for a short period of time, but she had three missing days. Yeah. Of her life while she was there. Yeah. So, it, it says it's unknown how many victims he has. It is unknown what happened to the, any of the women who crossed paths with him. There were hundreds of video... Now, he, he videotaped all these yeah. sessions. There were hundreds of videotapes that were, were gone over in detail. And... When they were doing the investigation, um, what's her name? You should see if you can pull up the uh, the audio of his initial. Ugh. I, I, bitch. I, I don't want to play that. Like, legit, I don't want to play that. It's disgusting. I know, but it's just, you know, you got to. We didn't do it. He did it. Yeah, I know. It's just like. Hearing it is just <clears throat> like, it's it makes, me, it makes you uncomfortable because you're like. He played yeah. this, and then he did all this like weird, fucked up shit. That's the truth. There's fucking weirdos out there, and people yeah. need to be aware of that shit. Yeah. People, I suggest you, uh, when you're eligible, get your carry license, carry permit, whatever it takes. Yeah. Absolutely. Get practice. Learn how to shoot it. Learn how to handle it safely. I'm trying to find At the very thing. least, get some fucking mace or something. Mace, Pepper ball spreading. bat, stun gun. I know I typed it and I can't find this chick's name. Which one? Uh, Rust. It was an FBI agent, Rust. Her last name was Rust. I don't know if it's in yours. Mm. Thanks. Well, I kept Patty that. Rust. FBI agent Patty Rust. Yeah, here it is. Yes. Okay, FBI <clears throat> agent Patty Rust. She went in with a couple FBI agents and, and watched. The, they put the first tape in. And after the first tape, they shut it off. They walked outside. And one of the FBI agents vomited mm -hmm. from how graphic it was. Uh. She was tasked with going back into the toy box. Let, let's so so we started talking about the toy box. It was set up uh, reinforced steel, soundproof, uh, and inside where was was a gynecological chair that with the was stirrups with the stirrups and everything. And it was made so he could contort women to any position he wanted. He had extra tools and and. Yeah, wasn't there wasn't there like tool shelves on the side you could like yeah. you pull them out and it, yeah. like everything was labeled real nice. Fucking hard. Uh, and um, she went in and she had to document all that, so she did sketches of every single thing in that shed. It took her five days to do. When she was done sketching everything in there, they said she gave she turned her work in. They told her go home to your family, you know, just just relax for a little bit. She flew home to El Paso, Texas. Midnight. The night she got home, she took out her service revolver and shot herself in the head. That one I didn't know. Yeah. Damn, see, that really fucked her up. Yeah, well, that's... If you can make a seasoned FBI agent vomit... like it's fucked up. You know, we've seen some fucking shit. Mm-hmm. And it, to, to, for us to get squeamish, that's... You know, that, that, takes, that takes a leap. Yeah. For you to take a seasoned FBI agent who sees this shit all the time, and have them vomit from seeing it. It had to be bad. Yeah. 
I can't even imagine. That was just the first tape. There were hundreds more. Yeah. So, um, his first victim, he, uh, but he actually spent like $100,000 building his toy box, supposedly. That's what it was reported. With everything he had in it, two video cameras, so two position cameras. Didn't he have like a, think, electrical then, prods in there prods in there too? And yeah, just all kinds everything, of, dude. There like, was a mirror right above the chair. Yeah, there was a fucking like welder in there or some shit. And he had some attachments where he could electrocute them inside and outside. And yeah. I mean, oh. This guy went had hell one hell of an imagination. So uh, his first victim, Cynthia, supposedly he approached her in a parking lot. She was a prostitute. Uh, one documentary I said, watched, they said he talked to her pimp, made the deal, then approached her, brought her into his RV, and pretended he was a cop and arrested her, put her in cuffs, and that's how he controlled her. Yeah. <clears throat> Took her back to the house, put her in a toy box, and proceeded to rape and torture her. Now, this wasn't just like a once-and-done thing. This was like for weeks on end, maybe months on end? S- some some of the women are speculating. It's all – a lot of what There's they said. There's like no actual timeline because like, nobody knew it was happening. And like there are, there are hundreds of videos. You don't know like when they happened. But I think it's safe to say it was probably – it's just more than At one. At least three days. Yeah. Because uh, she was three days on the third days when she got away. She got away because his accomplice, what was her name? His girlfriend. Yeah. Um, he, he, went, he went someplace. Cindy. To work. Cindy was there, left the keys to her shackles. On like the side table and left to take a call. Yeah. So she got him open, and then uh, the accomplice came back. Cindy came back. She, they fought, broke some glass. Uh, this girl stabbed her in the neck with an ice pick. With an ice pick that was just laying around. Yeah, just ice picks just laying around everywhere. Yeah, and took off out and, and ran, mm-hmm. and that took her to the mobile home where she. Yeah. Where she finally got help. Yeah. But she says she was there for three days. That was on the third day. Uh, Kelly Garrett says she had three days missing from her. And supposedly, he was very methodical about how he did his torture. It was the same every time. Yeah. Hmm. So, like, he had uh, some kind of sick, perverted sexual MO that he would follow to the T. And I guess he had done it so many times that he made this tape that we had talked about. And... I don't know that I want to play it for everybody. I might, I'll find a link to it. Yeah, I would say it's definitely something that you want to listen to at your own discretion. It does make you feel very uncomfortable. It's not really like. Just reading it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Like it starts out, hello there, bitch. Yeah. Are you comfortable right now? I doubt it. That's how it starts out. Yeah. It's just. And then he says he is going to violate that person. Every orifice, yeah, in every way. Isn't this tape also like hours long? It's no, not like no, it's no, a no. super long tape or something. It, it's maybe five minutes long. Maybe it just feels. And like he says hours. at the very end, he goes, "And we will eventually, in a month or two or three, it's no big deal. Let, let him go. Yeah, you'll keep here until you're used. Insane. Until we're, we're tired of fucking around with you. That's what it says." And it says you are here against your will. Mm-hmm. Now, when he went to trial, they, they did three separate trials. Uh, one for each of these women, which is baffling to me because they said they didn't think that the first one was a, a credible witness. But I guess when they had the other two. And by that point, it's like, well, you have two. This is all corroborated by the evidence that they found in the home because... Cynthia, the like she had a lamp. There's a lamp on the bedside table. After she got her cuffs off, she took this lamp and hit Cindy on the head with it. Cindy like started getting back up, so she stabbed her in the neck with an ice pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, this lady that helped her, she went into her trailer, took her to the hospital, 
and while she's being checked out, she sees Cindy walk into the hospital to get medical attention. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she sees her walk into the hospital. <clears throat> she goes, that's her. That's fucking her. So they pick her up, and they take her back to be questioned after she's fixed up. And that's when they... Yeah. I didn't know that. 233 people, 233 people, whatever it was, in a town in 1999. Yeah, they walk in, they're in the same exact emergency room. Like, I don't know, like... only emergency room. Well, yeah, like, I don't know, that's exactly, like, what did what did she think was going to happen? <clears throat> Meanwhile, so, David Parker Ray's probably out fishing for bass or something. Yeah, he's at work. He's <clears throat> at work this entire time. Yeah, and he... He's he, waiting to get in that air-conditioned toy box when I get home. Yeah. Sure is hot out here. Like... I'll get some work in. <laughs> Insane. That's disgusting, dude. And he does he does have two da- two daughters and one of them like just wants nothing to do with him. She like completely disowned everything and then the other one was his well, He's married like four times. Yeah, he had like three or four three or four wives. So, so. um in Cynthia's trial, Century Ver- Cynthia Virgil's trial, uh the judge would not allow the <clears throat> audio tape and the evidence. Because she doesn't remember hearing it. So they said it was prejudicial. Yeah. Whatever. So I think the first one comes up in a mistrial. A hung jury. So they retry. And he gets convicted because the second judge allowed. He says, yeah, that's not prejudicial. That goes to show that she was there. Yeah. Against her consent because it says. You're you're hearing against your will. So. Then they do the second trial, and he gets convicted there of kidnapping and rape. So then they go after it. Now, they, they, they arrested his daughter. They arrested... Uh, the boyfriend. The boyfriend. Dennis. And they arrested... Uh, Cindy. Sister. Wait, 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 what? The boyfriend. The daughter's, daughter's boyfriend. boyfriend. Jesse's boyfriend. He's in on it too. Yeah, he was the one that oh, yeah. they, that they caught. Sick fuck yeah, is he this? said that earlier. Yeah, I said that earlier. He, I, he, I missed he, that. He actually murdered somebody. Was, yeah, that's the one who was caught on tape strangling the lady. I thought it was Cynthia, or not Cynthia, Cindy. Jesse. So here are the accomplices: <laughs> Glenda Jean Jesse Ray. Her, her nickname is Jesse. It's Ray's daughter. At age nineteen, she, uh, we already went through that uh, sex trade. Uh, what? Okay, when when she went to the FBI when she was 19 and they didn't do anything about it, that was the last time she ever spoke out against her father. Yep. Where was she living at at the time? With him. She went back and became part of his his what cabal. What about the other daughter? The other daughter, nothing. You can't find anything about her because she's just completely disconnected from them. Just goes to them. David Ray Parker, when he was interviewed by the FBI, didn't deny any of the sexual exploits but said they were all willing partners and without any evidence of a crime, they couldn't charge them with anything. Yeah. So now, fast forward to 99, she was jammed up in everything. She, um, the the boyfriend's ex-girlfriend was the woman who got murdered. He strangled her. She was tortured when they strangled her. And um, so she she was implicated in that. The the girl was at a bar. Uh, had a, uh, she had just gotten married. She had a fight with her husband. She went to this bar uh, with some friends. She went with somebody to take somebody else home. When she came back, the rest of her friends are gone. It was only her and Jesse there then. And Jess she she couldn't drive because she was drunk. Yeah. So Jesse said, "Well, come stay at my dad's place, and and you know everything will be cool." So they went over to her dad's place. And everything wasn't cool. Yeah. They uh, locked her up, put her in the toy box. And then uh, Dennis Roy Yancey. Dennis Roy Yancey. Three names again. Weirdo. Uh, he went in and, and, and did unspeakable things and then strangled her. That Dennis Roy Yancey was, when he was younger, he run around town with a bunch of kids who thought they were Satanist. And, and he was like a town bad boy. <laughs> Uh, he went in the Navy, straightened himself out, came home. He tried to stay on the straight and narrow, but got involved with it. And they, they speculated Jesse. They, they, they speculated that he had had some kind of interaction with uh, David Parker Ray before he went in. So he's he looks like he's due to get out this year. Yeah, but so the other one says he's out. 
The other one says he's out and he... Well, whichever one is the one telling you that she was found in the toy box is probably just a bunch of incorrect. But they both contradict each other all the way through. I don't know. That's on YouTube, so it must be real. They must both be right. It's on the internet. Bonjour. Uh, so... Uh, Marie was the, the chick that he killed. A former girlfriend. They they took her into the toy box, did whatever they had. He, so supposedly he, he was paroled in 2010 after serving 11 years. Three months after his release, he violated his parole, was put back in jail. And this says he will serve until 2021. But two other places I saw that he's out and has a social media account. And he moved back to truth or consequence. <clears throat> Uh, the third uh, accomplice was Cindy Henny. Hendy. That was his girlfriend. And after her, she she spilled the beans, and so did uh, Dennis Roy. Yeah. They they both. Uh, they were like, okay, we're getting taken down for this. He's going down further. Like this was all his idea. Yeah, it was all his idea. Cindy Henny blames David. For sucking her into her his quote stupid bondage fantasies, and she she was she was sentenced to thirty six years. I don't know. I wonder how long they dated. And she was released. Well, she received parole in twenty seventeen, but she served two years of her parole in jail. <laughs> but I guess when she was in jail, she w- was uh, trafficking contraband and all oh kinds of other God. shit. She was found with drugs. I don't know. Like, if you want to get out of jail, just do what you're supposed to do. I hear the uh, the dumb dog <laughs> barking again. So, she got out July 15th, 2019. She Jeez. got out of jail. That's insane. Just go back to jail. Now, Dennis, he he was a different story. Or David, not Dennis. David Parker Ray, in one documentary, said he actually, after he was sentenced on his second, the second trial, he served one day in jail. Mm-hmm. And they were taking him to interview him, and he had a heart attack and died. The other one said he served six or nine months. So I, I don't remember. Either way. Yeah, that's fine. No justice was no, done here. No. Him <clears throat> having a heart attack was the easy way out for him. Yeah, he's a absolutely. But he was only convicted of <coughs> kidnap and rape. Kidnap and rape, and he pled guilty to the other charges, but never convicted of any murder charge. No. They never found a body. They never identified anyone except for the one woman in any of the videotapes. Yeah. And then I guess this just kind of like got washed under the under the bridge or swept under the rug after that. I mean, there's really. No further investigation into the matter. No, I, I think it that when his daughter was nineteen, she said she, he was selling people into sex slavery into Mexico. It's likely that most of his victims went that route. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm thinking like, where did he get all his money to build this fucking thing? If it was cost a hundred thousand dollars, he was in the he was in the navy or the army. He was only yeah. in for four years. Yeah, but still, yeah, but he was honorably discharged, so he was probably getting something. Plus, he was working. At four he, years in the military, you get nothing. You, you you get benefits, but you don't get a, a monetary benefit. I bet he probably got a couple thousand for each girl. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. That's where all the money came to. I mean, and then, you know, sad to say, but that's just the sad nature of prostitutes. Like, nobody really looks into them because they're, you know, it's that, that. It's like what they say, like, you always pick the people that nobody's going to miss or whatever. Yeah. Or that you think yeah. nobody will miss. Like Hom- they homeless, homeless vets and prostitutes. Yep. <clears throat> and and it's sad that that's that's the way things are. Yeah, I was just watching another murder thing. This they were looking for this guy who killed somebody in California. And they ended up tracing it down to a guy who he had moved to Florida years before, and he was assaulting prostitutes. And nobody like really was like you're a prostitute. Who cares? Yeah. Like, you're like living nobody that listens type, to sex yeah, workers. You're you're living that type of life. That's just kind of what you get. Yeah, yeah. That, then, that's just the wrong attitude. I mean, 
but finally they were able to, you know, see that, holy shit, there's like more than one prostitute that has the same story, sort of like this. And they Something's found wrong. a guy and convicted him. And That was like one of our future podcasts will be on Jack the Ripper. Yeah. And he went after prostitutes. Yep. The downtrodden. Women who are out on the street when it's dark out. Who are Is that when prostitutes come out? That's when <laughs> That's COVID when comes out. Like, I know that. <laughs> That's when COVID comes out. After you 10. want a massage? You want a massage, my daughter? No, thank you. <laughs> I don't know. Uh... I don't think any justice was done in this case. No, no. it's just kind of like here's the facts, and this guy was really fucked up. Yeah, and he had really fucked up people with him. Like his the the boyfriend, his girlfriend, his daughter. Like, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't get that. You know, we did the uh, the Alistair Crawley episode <clears throat> just a couple episodes ago, and in his time, he was considered the wickedest man in the world. I think he pales in comparison to this piece of shit. Because if he's claiming one one woman a year, one murdered woman, that's yeah, doesn't tell you how many people Exa- he's abducted. He, and exactly. Tortured. I would think if you're, six, if you're there's over sixty willing to do. That type of shit, murder is not going to be far off from that. So. Absolutely when not. He, That's what it was. When when he was interviewed by the FBI when his daughter went to the FBI, he basically said the only way he could feel sexual gratification is thinking about murdering a woman. He said that to him. Mm-hmm. How do you not look closer at that? Yeah. Like, <clears throat> that's, that's, that's bad on the FBI. Yeah. I see the guy sitting there. So, uh, all right, that's noted. Um. Anything, I think we're done here. Anything else you'd like to add to that? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's about that time I gotta go get some lunch. Yeah. I sent, like, that's... So, what his plea deal he made to save his daughter jail time. His daughter walked. Yeah. She walked with, uh, I think, like five years probation. And the police think he's responsible for at least 30 murders, but they've never found a body. Like how do you like he was, how do you know who his plea deal was for two hundred twenty four years in prison? Yeah, that's like three life sentences. And he served <coughs> according to one one uh documentary, he served one day of his sentence time or he served nine months of his sentence time. Yeah. Either, Either way, way, there's no justice done there. No. You know, we were talking about unsolved murders with the the Gary Redner murder and uh you know the unsolved stats i i i'd be interested to see those unsolved stats how many of those are prostitutes yeah i wonder if that's is broken down i'm sure that i'm sure there's somewhere some place it is but yeah. that's it's unbelievable and you know i watch a lot of these videos they come up like as recommended because i watch stuff i watch stuff about true crime all the time and there are actually a lot of like this mystery or cold case solved decades later due to genealogy. And it's just really, really cool. Like, and they've caught people while they're still alive, you know. And I think that's that's the something that's State really Killer. interesting. Did you ever follow that one? No. Yeah, we were talking I about that one last it. time too. Well, you gotta you gotta look into that. I mean, I think we there was just a I'm, documentary on the other night. We I were probably wa- I probably watched something about it, it was before. A, I'm sure you had to have, but it was like a really big thing. I remember I was living with my sister at the time. I'm like, man, well, we've never heard of this guy. Like, why the fuck's all this, like, shit coming out and all this yeah. stuff? And here, they captured the guy from his family, did a, a DNA swipe on Ancestry.com. And yeah, because you, they, they can him. use those. Yeah, but he never gave his DNA. No. It was somebody else's. They, they had familiar, a familial Is that match. the one where they picked up his uh, his coffee cup out of the trash can? No. To get his, de- there was one where they picked up this guy's coffee cup out of the trash can. That was on Monk. No, this actually happened in real life, and they got his DNA off of it and matched him and caught him. Um, no, because he had left DNA in multiple, yeah. multiple sites, and we should we should do a podcast on him sometime. That was that would be a yeah, long one be, though. Yeah, well, because he he covered. They called him the Golden State Killer because he started in Northern California. And worked his way down to Southern California. Yeah. So he was like all over the place for, he reigned for like 20 some years and then he just up and sudden stopped. And 
they said when they caught him, he's like riding his fucking motorcycle around. He's, you know, living in a nice community. He's working on his car on the weekends, washing his car. Then when they arrested him, he was in a wheelchair and he's like, like trying to pretend he was all sickly and old and. He just destroyed a lot of fucking lives. Yeah. I hate people. Then he got to live his life out. Now he's like some old man. He fucking had 30 years on the run. Not even on the run. Just Right. Just like nobody. Not a care in the world. Yep. I can't stand that stuff. I hate. I mean, I'm glad that they caught him, but I hate stories like that. Like you killed these people, you ruined these people's lives. Yeah. And but you get to have, you know, your time. You get to have your life. I'm hoping that they catch the Zodiac the same way. <sighs> I wish. And I hope that he's still alive. If they ever, if they ever do figure it out. I just I want to see. I want to know. It was who he Richard Nixon. Like. Yeah. I already gave you his name. <laughs> yeah, and Damn, Alfred E. Newman. Yeah. Yeah. Who is the uh, Ted Cruz? Yeah. Ted Cruz is Zodiac killer. <clears throat> So, if there is a true crime subject you want covered, you can email us at takeontheworld411 at gmail.com, and we'll look into it. Thoroughly. Uh, there's On YouTube, there's a, a thing where they, they cover two true crime, I think, unsolves in like a 10-minute episode. I've been, they've been coming up on my feed, and I've been watching a couple of those. There's a couple interesting ones. I have two that are my go-tos on YouTube. One of them is BuzzFeed's Unsolved. Unsolved Mysteries or like something that like one. that. I love that one. They're both really funny. They always crack me up. They always like make the story like a little bit more interesting to listen to because sometimes not that they're bland but sometimes it's just hard to get through stuff it's like dry. this yeah it's just dry and it's like sick. this one's dry you could it's sick it's dry but it's to the point like like rmo is a joke around and and, and yeah and how do you joke it's around not much with, joking around with this kind of shit no someone's it's just, hard freaking sick and then the other one that i love watching is uh bailey sarian murder makeup mystery monday i actually watched one of those she did this one which is why i know so much about it oh, okay She's like I watch her videos all the time. I love the content that she puts out, and she does her makeup really nice too. So, oh, that wasn't the one I was thinking of. But what did you say? Weird history. Uh, BuzzFeed's unsolved. Okay, I did follow that one, and I follow Weird History on Facebook. Weird History's good. Yeah, I follow Dark Docs. Ooh, that doesn't sound good. Dark <laughs> Wait, good. He, he does dark skies and dark. Had a dark doc last night. Well, he talk, he like, the guy talks really fast like this, and when he's talking to me, like, but. Like the dark skies is all about um, different aircraft from. He he goes back UFOs. No, he doesn't do that. He he does just um, like he'll do the A ten Warthog or he'll do like and that stuff is like the A ten Warthog is like my favorite plane besides the Corsair from World War Two. Um, but he he does. This plane was made for this, and and yeah, he goes through the whole manufacturing process. Like they they. They tried this. They tried this. It was put out for contract, and these four. It's interesting. I made it just sound really dry and, and yeah. geeky. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds like something you might only like. Don't take my word on that one. <laughs> we go look it up as soon as I get out of here. <laughs> mm, airplanes. <laughs> uh, but and he does dark docs, which is stories like this where, yeah. where it's just interesting. But he he talks really fast, and when he does it, it's very dry. And like this, dry. But I like the information he puts out. I'm like kind of a history geek when it comes to YouTube. Yeah, I watch the history guy, and he's actually interesting. He's like a hist- He's actually a history history teacher. Yeah, and he does, I love his World War II stuff, but mm-hmm. he does a lot of other stuff like the history of uh, the comb. <laughs> you would think there'd be nothing there, but he could do ten minutes on the history. Of the you know, I was there watching, are some uh, really good history channels. They do a lot of stuff like about like Elizabethan and like uh, Victorian era, like. They did one on uh, how she probably had, you know, mercury poisoning or whatever because there was mercury in in the white powder. Um, oh, they... he did the history of the challenge coin. I <sighs> thought I found that one really interesting. Yeah, I love that one. Like, cause I have challenge coins, and you know, it's it's kind of a military thing, and they're not as prestigious as they used to be because you can actually just go get them if you want them. And like civilian agencies, like I have a Blue Knights challenge coin. But people don't know what challenge coins were all about. And 
uh, he, he told he told the whole story, and it actually they the concept of it dates back to the Roman soldiers, where Roman soldiers who did something special in a battle were given an, an extra special coin in their pay. And and like you you could take that back to the inception of the challenge coin. It you could spend it just like money, but usually they kept it as a commemorative thing. Right. Hmm. How many challenge coins do you have, Joan? I have five. <laughs> Zero. Yeah, that's right. I have four. Got a bunch of quarters. That means that I have one more than you because I just said I have five. Yeah, but I have four legit challenge coins. So do I. What the hell was I gonna? <clears throat> I was you were never in the military. The... That you know of. Oh. CIA shit over here. We're going to have to uh, redact this entire podcast now. <laughs> we'll just put a black bar across it. Yeah, you know, I was across today, the entire it was podcast. Really up. It was on Amazon Prime. It was. It's called uh, Nazi Nazi Death Group. Eisengruppen. Eisengruppen. And I actually saw that. It, it's so Mike. It puts this shit that we just oh, yeah. put to shame. Like they they were it like was so disgusting. They were murderers. Like put it was a, a platoon yeah. of just like disgusting people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it evolved. It yeah. first started off as you know we're gonna follow the army in. The army kills you know the soldiers. We'll follow in and kill every Jewish person in there. So at first they started off as recruiting. Like they went from south to north. So there was like eight different groups and like five to six subdivisions under each group. And they first started off by recruiting local townspeople to do all their dirty work. So they blamed it all on the Russians. And they're like, you know, you want to get back at the Russians, kill the Jews. So they, instead of going to forced labor, hard labor, they joined a police force and it was a lot easier on them. And then they started making them kill. And then they just started designing. So it was like the prelude to the, to the death camps. Yeah, but they said even <clears throat> even the SS mm. looked down on these people because they were so brutal and disgusting. Yeah, if yeah. the SS is looking down well, on you, what what why they started making the death camps was because a lot of these once the germ what the Germans finally started taking it over, but once they did, as even hardened as these guys were and scumbags that they were, they were going home and getting sick and claiming they were depressed and they couldn't go back out in the field and they couldn't. So Hitler was like, well, uh, you know, we need to have this on a big scale that you don't have to see it. So that's why they started designing the, the, the death camp, gas, the gas chambers and stuff. I'm wondering what was, what was wrong with the air in that time? Because you got Aleister Crawley in that time. You got world war one, world war two. This guy was born Germans. in 39. This guy was born in 39. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's something wrong with the air back then. Must be. I not mean, that like, the, Not that there ain't fucked up people now. I don't get disturbed but, by watching much, but this, like, honestly disturbed me. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's why I don't, I don't want to read what, what his in, his indoctrination video was. I would read or, it. That doesn't really... I mean, yeah, it's sick, but... It's sick. I mean, I don't know. And it's I, just I certainly don't want to you know? play it. I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll link it. In the description, yeah, I would link it, but I'm I'm not gonna. You want to read it? You go ahead and read it, because if you read it and you enjoy it, you're a sick fuck. Yeah, I heard that. That's fucked up. <clears throat> but the only thing that sucked with watching that is it kept fucking loading, so I can only see like ten seconds at a time. Ugh. And they were they weren't hold, they weren't holding anything back. There was pictures. All the guys were counting everything. Yeah. And ah, they didn't give a shit. Children, women. Yeah. That's like when I watched uh, Band of Brothers, which John let me in. I watched in three days. Um, I was watching it, and when they went in and they found the first camp, and they started feeding the people, the doctor says, you can't. Yeah, you got you to gotta stop they'll, feeding they'll them. Die they... They're going to die. They'll eat themselves to death. Yeah. And and one of the the guy had to get up and tell these people, look, you got to get back into camp. You you're putting them back in the same condition that they were in before. And I, mm-hmm. and I understand that it was the reasoning for it, but how hard that had to be for anybody like to tell them they got to go back in that conditions. Yeah. Well, here's one thing I didn't know after like, I guess towards the end of the war, the Nazis were like, Holy shit. We don't want anybody to find out that we had all these mass graves all over 
Germany. Know, not even Germany, just like everywhere. Europe. Latvia. Yeah, Europe. Ukraine. Um, Belarus. So they went back and they sent guys back to redig the graves up. And they would take people from in the town to redig these graves up, stack all the dead bodies on like a wood pile, mm-hmm. burn it, take all the valuables out once they were all ashes. Then they would shoot all the people who were involved with it and burn them too. Yeah. It's like, Jesus fucking here, Christ. Stand right here so I don't have to move yeah. you. Yeah. It's like, the, that's like, uh, was that in, in Glorious Bastards <clears throat> where they had them digging the hole? Yeah. Well, at the end of... Uh, well, they had, the, they had the Nazis digging their own. Yeah, and then they and shot they, him. The guy came out with a baseball bat. Yeah. That's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he hits one in the, in the right center field. <laughs> um, in Band of Brothers, they had the townspeople that were allowing it to happen, that were right next to the... Yeah. And they said, no, no, we didn't know. We didn't know. Yeah, yeah you knew something. Yeah. They had them pulling the bodies out and... I just can't imagine how. And yeah, one guy said, he's like, yeah, they, at that one point, they could kill a thousand people an hour. Well, I can't imagine that. when I was in Austria, I actually visited Mauthausen, Um And I got to walk through the gas chamber and I saw like the, one of the uh, furnaces and everything. Mm. It's Dude, she was 12 years old surreal. when she did that. Yeah, I was 12. It was super surreal. Yeah, I bet. Like she can't, like. I think it was right after that when you came home we went down to D.C. She said yeah. she wanted to go to the uh, Holocaust Memorial Museum. Museum. And I'm like, Lex, that's like a really adult thing. Like, I, I don't I don't know if I want to take you there. And she goes, well, I was already to the camp. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, good point. <laughs> I, like, I already saw, like, I mean, where it happened. I mean, you think, like, there's kids involved in that whole thing. Like, the one thing that disturbed me was the they had a guy who was involved with. I guess they hired him to get his backhoe and push all the dead bodies into the into the into the trench when they were done killing them. Making fun of prostitutes again? No, <laughs> what? <laughs> the backhoe. Backhoe. Oh, and uh, he's looking at these pictures and he goes, "You look at this picture. It's a picture of a little boy, and you can see the ocean behind him. And he's like, looks distraught. He's looking back at all the people in a line, and he's like." Like, it looks like he's wincing. And then there's a woman behind him, and she's, like, car- her daughter's, like, right next to her. There's another lady behind him. She's got her baby in her hand, or her head's laying on her shoulder. And there's another, like, old lady behind them. And that's the photo. And he goes, here's the next photo. is them all standing on the edge of the trench waiting to be shot. And then the next photo was the guy pushing him in, into the thing. And you could see it was clearly all, I'm like, yeah. just, to, just to do that, photograph it keep records of it like it was like you're going on vacation it's or almost like what what was the point of you know digging up the mass graves to burn them if you're just going to take photographs <laughs> well they i mean uh, those photographs that they have were leaked like they were stolen from because they said most of the time the 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 german officers or whoever latvian officers who were in charge yeah. were just shit-faced drunk and there was one account where they had these two two girls and they set them up next to the, the the trench and they're laughing and they he walked back to the machine gunners and apparently they got started drinking and they forgot that they were there and the guy's like oh yeah and he walks back up and he kicks both of them in the ass into the in like this sloppy like trench like water and shit and they're swimming around and he took out his gun and he started shooting and he said he was too drunk to hit him and she got up out of the trench and like made her way off and then some german in a truck further down recaptured her and yeah. brought her back and it just I mean, did, I don't know. That, what am I trying to say? Like, as far as, you know how some people say, like, we don't know why we're fighting this war, or we're fighting this war for oil. I think in that war, you sort of knew, you know, okay, we're fighting this, uh, a clear yeah. evil that yeah. needs to be eradicated off this fucking face yeah. of the earth. I just can't believe that somebody could be that powerful and, and get somebody to do that. To that extent. I don't understand it myself. It's but just... then you have a sicko like, like this guy, David Parker Ray, who did it for kicks. Right. Yeah. Like, uh... I'm sure there was a lot of German officers who, who got kicks out of it. And they actually did say that they, they got kind of bored with some of the stuff and they like just started doing different things so they would get keep it interesting. There's and actually it's... a movie that came out not that long ago that I want to see. It's called Jojo Rabbit. I've heard of that. And yeah. it's about like a little boy that's in the Hitler Youth. 
Yeah, it's like and a weird his, comedy. It is, but it's like kind of sweet because his mom. So he's in the Hitler Youth. Yeah, that's sweet. his mom. No, listen, his mom <laughs> is hiding a little Jewish girl in their house. So he's like coming to terms with like this stuff is wrong. Like my mom's right. Like she's doing something good, and he becomes friends with this little Jewish girl. <clears throat> but there's also like the the <laughs> the comedical part of this movie, which is this little boy has an imaginary friend, which is Hitler, and he's like. No, this isn't the right... You're like, your mom's not right. You need to rat her out. And he's like, no, I'm not going to rat my mom out. So yeah, it's I, like... I saw a couple... Of, it like, looks good. It, it was weird. The it, parts I saw. Right. I mean, like, it does... It, it looks kind of almost like a little bit more serious in Glorious Bastards. You think it looks more serious than that? Yeah, in Glorious Bastards, where's it in a comedy? I mean... No, it's not. I don't think so. I feel like it was kind of built... I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's a comedy, but, like, I feel like it just, it's serious in a different way. Like, it's more, like, compassionate, whereas in Glorious Bastards was yeah, kind of just, like, I know you're, like, like you right up front about it. attach comedy to, like, a Nazi right. movie. Right. But, like, there's always, like, those aspects. I think like, it's comedy aspects. in the aspect that they're making fun of them. Of right. course, in Glorious Bastards was an alter uh, uh, timeline. Right. Because they, they killed all the high command and Hitler in the theater. Right, <clears throat> and, uh, which would have been nice. Yeah, but but if you if you want to like, I would love to finish watching that. I think it was like six episodes. I'm on the third one. But like I said, I kept pausing every ten seconds and reloading, so I could only watch it in like ten to fifteen second yeah. intervals. But that sucks. It was that powerful that I kept doing. It. I just put it on. And I'm like, what? Fucking a bitch every time I paused. Yeah, probably broke your controller and. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk that shit right in half. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I just thought to myself, I'm like, what gives you the right to think you fucking can do that to a whole entire race? And then at one point they did, they had a map and they're like, this was Juden something. And it meant Juden Frieden. They meant this whole fucking area is like, there's no more Jews here. They're all all gone. Yeah. Fucked up shit. Yeah, with that being said. So, uh. With that tangent over. Another week and we'll be drinking the Take on a World Brew. Yep. Yeah. Which would be nice. What if we can make our own can for that? Make our own labels for the bottles. No. I, I don't have I don't have the patience to can. I when we when or when, whatever, when I was in Saipan the first time, I went to the Saipan brewery. And uh, I found, I, like, oh, my God, there's a Saipan brewery yeah. on this little island. So I contacted the dudes, and I went down while they were doing their production. And I watched how they can. They canned it one can at a time. <laughs> no wonder they didn't have any when we were there. What? Yeah, it was there. Yeah, but they had, like, six different kinds, and they only had, like, two on tap. Right, but the kegging stuff is easy. Yeah. The canning. They were using the same kind of canner. They, they used a can of Crowlers. Those cans. That, yeah. It's the same, same, same concept. It's just a small. Oh one. my god! And they were doing it one can at a time. <laughs> like that would drive me freaking crazy. Yeah, I can't imagine that. Well, things were a little less chaotic down They're there. They're on island time. Yeah. Yeah, but time is money still. Island time. You know what they said? They were like, "Everything's slower here. We don't care." Yeah, Saint Croix was like that. Saint Croix, you go to. You went to, to Lowe's or Home Depot, you didn't have to put down on your paperwork that it was three hours because it was more than three hours. <laughs> <clears throat> so, I guess uh, that wraps this up. Yeah, that's the toy box killer. Yeah, Michael. David Parker Ray's a piece of shit. <clears throat> Absolutely. So are the Nazis. Thank God yeah. he's dead. So are the All, Nazis. Also dead. And Mike's going to, I guess, link that. Yeah, for whatever reason, audio. why you want to hear that, I don't fucking know. I've heard it; it's fucking gross. I, I listened to like the first like minute of it, and I'm like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. I don't need to hear this. I just like he's just a full of himself piece of shit. Yeah, like because he's, he's laughing while he's doing it. Yeah, yeah. like hey, you think you're gonna get raped? Well, you better believe so. <laughs> like fuck you, bro. Like I, I hope he's getting raped in hell. Put a hole in <laughs> sure he that motherfucker. Like in Little Nicky when they shove the pineapple up Hitler's ass every day at the same time. 
<laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. That just came up in my queue on Netflix. I just watched it the other day. <laughs> and this is why you need to conceal carry. Yes. Protect yourself. Pr- Protect promote yourself. the NRA. Join the NRA if you can. Listen, I'm not a freaking nutbag, but... I mean, if I was walking down the street in lonely old Elephant Butte State Park... I don't know, man. That shit happens. It just freaks me out. I You're swear. pretty, too, because they might have come after they you. They might. I'm sure. I would man. last a couple of months with no food. <laughs> Hello would. there, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello there, bitch. Well, thank you. You talking to me? <laughs> <laughs> Squeal like a pig, boy. <laughs> oh, you don't have to ask. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> they get in there. My my legs are already in the stirrups. I got, the, <laughs> I got all the toys picked out I want. Oh, dude. Now, oh, my God. I can't even think about them. <laughs> <laughs> it's going way downhill. <laughs> You take everything over the edge, bro. I already started recording, Dave. Oh, God. I got five minutes on there already, and he's looking. Oh, God. You sick bastard. Get out of here. Get out of my toy box. You ruined it. He burns the toy box now. You could have saved us. Jesus, Johnny. So so with that, we're going to wrap up this weekend. Go Go take take on the world. Oh, God. Hold on, stop. Welcome back to the shit show 2.0. Okay, boomer. Damn millennials. Wow. <laughs> Did not know that. Even flirters who were obviously mentally ill. Oh, this is gonna go downhill real quick.